should be able to see me for some reason uh now can you see me okay now i just put up a new one Yeah. So apparently, yeah, apparently you can't, uh, for some reason, uh, it, what'd you say? Clear? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. There's a little feedback, but I can hear you. Oh, there's some feedback. Let me turn that back. Turn that down a little. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we're cooking with Crispo. Crisco. Cooking with Crisco. That's what they say anyway. Welcome. Uh -oh. oh, here we go. Let me uh let me hit record while we You doing still got an echo. Huh? <laughs> you got an echo. Oh, I got an echo. Yes. That's better. Better? No yeah, echo? Yes. No echo. Okay, good. Now I have to make sure. Okay, so there's no feedback. It looks like we no, are. No, you got an echo. Huh? You still got an echo. It sounds like it's two of you. Why is there two of me? Because, oh, I know why. Because this is not going through. And why can't I hear you? One moment. Oh, I know. So it's super clear you can hear me? It's clear, but, you, but it, it, there's an echo. Oh, man. Can you, see, can you hear my echo? Uh, no, it's super clear on my side. It's super clear. Now is it good? No echo? No echo? Echo, 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 echo. I can hear, but you can't hear it, it seems like. But oh, it's I cool. Hear. It's tough. It's real tough. I can hear it. Can you, can you, because on the recording, if it's double voices, are you getting any double voices now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
No, no, it sounds better. Okay, good. All right, so uh, let's get started on this dang old thing. It's like two days <laughs> later. Uh, I hope that people can. I hope people can hear you on this thing because it's super loud on here, and I'm trying to keep it from being like crazy loud because uh, sometimes it's just crazy. Now you can hear me super clearly. I can hear you, but that that is still an echo. It's okay though. I can't understand what you're yep. saying. But I can hear you reverbing. That's it's it's uh, really annoying. Uh, any echo now? No. No echo whatsoever. No. Okay, I know why. Um, you can hear the playback, so you have to turn the sound down. Yeah, you can. You you you're gonna oh, turn. The yeah, you're gonna hear playback. I have to turn it up because otherwise I won't be able to record your voice. It'll just be oh. okay. All right, so let's get started on the podcast. You can hear me clearly. No, no, no issues. I can hear you. Okay, good. All right, so uh, welcome to Chocolate uh, Chocolate Wisdom. My, I think it's number eight or nine. I don't know, somewhere around there. Uh, I'm welcoming my guest, Kai Williams, uh, superstar extraordinaire. Uh, I will get into a little bit of how we met uh a little while ago so we met uh, on the other side of the planet uh in a, in a university <laughs> in the middle of china who knew um right. quite quite a change of kind of quite a, a turn of events this last year but in mm -hmm. 2019 it was it was going pretty smoothly we got adjusted we had a new job all that kind of stuff i don't right. want to go into this detail I'll let you cover that but uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it to get me started on this thing. Uh, just so people know a little bit more about you, uh, can you give us a little bit of your background? I know you're like a, a teacher, an author, like almost pastor. Like, give us a little background on you, and then we into detail. I'll, I'll ask you crazy questions later. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the crazy questions. Thank you okay. for having me on Chocolate Wisdom. Yay! <laughs> so I am uh, background-wise, I'm a program manager, uh, but I love to teach. It's one of my giftings. I'm an ordained uh, elder, so yeah, pastor, I guess. Elder, um, I like that. What is, what is elder? Is that, how far is that from being like a pastor? That is a pastor. Okay, so an elder is like a, a, a elder is the same. It's like interchangeable. Oh, okay. Um, so being an elder is really you know being ordained as a pastor, uh, to lead a flock. Uh, so pretty close, you know, in, in yes. terms of knowledge and experience, pretty close. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Just continue. Um. Oh, that's it. I'm like, I don't even like introductions. I'm just like, I'm not nothing. Um. <laughs> well, I, I, we don't have to dive into anything. I know I know that we met in the like September of 2019. Yeah. It was your first foray into Asia, China specifically. Yes. Uh, do, I know a lot of people on my podcast don't really know about that experience. And then people don't really know about my China experience at all. Uh, oh. and very rarely did people get to like to discuss it. So uh Give us a little bit of like a, a little bit intro into like your your first week there, your overall experience of landing in a place like China. 
Um, I was, it was totally awesome. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I took this leap of faith uh, in 2019, mm-hmm. and you know, my one of my giftings is teaching, and I love it. And I had a friend that was like pressing me, pressing me for years uh, to do this international thing, and I kept, I, I wanted to go to Dubai. That, that I was like, look, if you wanna do it, I'm gonna go to Dubai. That's all I wanna do. And so, oh, yeah, for sure, no time. You know, and so <laughs> I was like, look, I was like, cause if I go there, I ain't never come back. Um, and so uh, he was like, well, look into China, you know, because I don't have an education background. My background, my, my undergraduate degrees in communications and my MBA, I have an MBA in marketing. So, you know, he was like, look into China, the, the, you know, the qualification is a little different, blah, blah, blah. And so I did. And so, you know, everything worked out well. And I ended up in China. And when I landed, it was, it was just like a whole different world. You know, I'm just, I'm looking around and I'm like, there's not many people look like us, you know, getting on oh, the yeah. plane. And so it was like when I first got there, thanks I came with Stacy. That's what we we need to do one with Stacy. Oh um, yeah, the three of us for sure. Yeah, the three of us. <laughs> the three musketeers. Yeah, yeah. This craziness. And you know what? We need to my... get... Go ahead. I was saying, um, coming with I came with Stacy. Which was our other our other coworker, right, right. and you know her and I met in a Facebook group, and so we came together, and so that helped a lot because we you know we we were trying to read the signs and you know all that stuff together. Oh, yeah. So I was integrity by myself, and I think that helped a lot. Wow, yeah, it's a it's a it is a culture shock, and it definitely oh, yeah. a, a, a rattle to your system, your mind, your body, your spirit for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You guys adjusted pretty well, considering that that was your first city, like your first city, your first foray into China in general. So, look, I had Stacy. Oh yeah, Stacy. He was probably and then like, we, oh then we had you. Here <laughs> <laughs> she comes. What's wrong with her now? <laughs> oh my God! Look, <laughs> stressing, stressing, enjoying, eating the food. Like you got the highs and the lows, right? Uh, yeah, the food. Oh my God! Why they gotta put bacon on everything? Like yeah, pork yeah. on everything, for sure, everything. For sure. Oh man, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. At least, at least you got to experience that. Uh, yeah. So you you know, fast forward a couple of months, you're already you know, this is like December sometime. I know um, you're working on another job. We both come back, and then COVID smack us down how was your first like month into the situation right you know it was my well we came in with chinese new year oh yeah Um, yeah. and yeah covid the the completely flipped the script changed everything and so you know and then just to know that the virus started in china right was crazy because everybody was like well did you know like what you know this that and i'm like no i ain't know nothing (laughs) <laughs> you know, I was like, no. And so it, it was because you were already in the states by then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, by yeah, the time yeah. it really hit hard, I was yeah, I I had gotten back here. Okay. Um. So when I started hearing about it, you know, people were like, "Well, did you hear about it? You know, before you left, this, that, and the other." And I was like, "No, you know, we I didn't know anything." And Wuhan is what is it twelve hours from where we were? I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. 
So, yeah, it was, you know, then of course comes COVID and that completely, you know, for us as international teachers, you know, flipped our world upside down because I had another job, you know, signed, you know, ready uh, to go so, to Saudi and uh, Saudi Arabia. And of course, you know, all that stopped. So really trying to, you know, rebalance yourself, you know, out of the blue, trying to figure out what you're going to do is, is tough. Yeah, uh, I know everyone's like making their adjustments in general. They're just yeah. uh, trying to do as many things as they can. Um, in that, I came across uh, this was earlier this year, and you know, mm -hmm. maybe I'm like, taking a left turn here, but I think it kind of is relevant. Uh, I came across a term uh, called ikigai. Have you heard of this before? Ikigai. Did you ikigai. say that to me before? I K I K I. G A I. Uh -uh. It's a it's interesting concept. It's uh basically it, it's a Japanese phrase for uh reason for being. Mm. And okay. there's four there's like four uh there's like four key points to all of them. Uh, okay. Let me see if I can pull that up and, and go through them. And uh, I think at the early point of COVID, I think a lot of people had to really think about. You had to revamp everything. Yeah, you have to like revamp. I mean, absolutely entire, everything. Yeah, yeah, your entire, like your entire mindset had to change. And so I right. found this thing called Ikigai. And let me see if I can pull up the, uh, I know I downloaded somewhere. It's like, okay, I have it. Let's open this thing up. So uh, Ikigai is like a intersection of four things. One of them mm -hmm. is what you love. The mm -hmm. other is what you're good at. Uh, the other is what the world needs. Mm -hmm. and, and the other one is what you get paid for. So mm. if, 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 you, if you're doing something you love and you're good at it, that's considered your passion. Well, teaching would be it. Yeah, and then if you're doing something that you love and the world needs it, that's a mission. If okay, you, I like if you're that. Doing something, if you're doing something that the world needs and you get paid for it, that's a vocation. You don't love it, you're not very good at it, but you get paid for it and the world needs it means it's a vocation. Okay. If you're good at it and you get paid for it, that's considered a profession. Ah, okay. So there's like four intersections. You, I mean, you can love it and not be good at it, but get paid for it. Uh -huh. um, you know, you could, you know, the world needs it and you don't get paid for it, but it's what you love. It's a mission, like, like right. uh, something like uh, missionaries mm -hmm. really get paid a lot. They love what they're doing. And obviously, you know, usually they're doing something that the world needs, like food or clothes or some kind of right. issue. Uh, so if you had to like do an intersection now, now that you've gone through a year of COVID, <laughs> would you say? And you said your your passion, your 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 eco guy is all four of those things. You love it, you're good at it, you get paid for it, and the world needs it. Right. So what would you say your eco guy is during this like entire year? Uh, what would you say it was at the beginning and what would you say it is now? Uh, 
Well, the beginning of the year, it was still teaching, okay. I think, because I was still hoping, you yeah. know, one, the, you know, the world, we would sort of get back together and things would be normal. Right. Um, and I could get back on to, you know, getting back to teaching. Right. But even in that, I had to reevaluate once it got clear that going international wasn't going to happen. Okay. Um, and so when you, you know, you're faced with the reality of, although you want to do what you love, right. Um, but reality is you got to pay your bills. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, that's the conundrum. You want to run the streets with all your love. Look, look they don't your, you your credit card bill. They don't care about what you love. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> and so I found myself really trying to reevaluate because, you know, when I left for China, you know, I completely uprooted my entire life. You yeah, know, I left my job, I sold everything I had, right. you know. So coming back here, it really was, you know, coming back with absolutely nothing. And so that's a shock to your system as well because you took oh, this yeah. leap of faith to go do something that you, you know, that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all of a sudden, that sort of pulled from under you. Yeah. Um, and then, you, you know, you're at a point where you have to reevaluate, you know, what you love and if, if what you love is going to give you some money, you know, right. how much money is going to give, you know, teaching, you know, here in the States and teaching abroad is two separate things. Absolutely. Especially in regards to money. Right. And so, it, you know, I had to, had to have the, 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 I guess the self check that, you know, that wasn't going to happen here. And okay. I had to go back to, you know, what I know how to do. And what my you know, my education and my work experience and corporate experience came into to figure out a new way. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's people's that's still on people's mind in general, mm-hmm. uh, like figuring out, you know, where they fit because right. they thought they fit pretty well last year. Right. And uh, look, yeah. I was on planes, you know. Yeah, the universe <laughs> got something else for you. <laughs> Yeah, you was. I remember you was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to like the Middle East and get paid for teaching and, and enjoy it. You was, you yeah. was all in. You was all. I in. was ready. I mean, I knew what my salary was gonna be. I had already started looking at some compounds I was gonna stay in. Right. You know what? What and what was awesome? The job that I had in Saudi Arabia was that I was gonna be there teaching their women business. Wow. So again, I'm doing what I know how to do. You know, my background and my education is in business, right. but then I was still at a point where I was going to be empowering somebody. Right. Um, and that's awesome, especially in that culture, because, you know, they're just now getting to the realization that women can do something. Yeah, <laughs> um, slowly waking up to that. <laughs> yeah, you know, they. I think, what, 2018, they just uh, started allowing their women to drive. And, you know, and so it, it, it's a great time to be able to speak life. Right. Um, so for me, you know, being able to go to Saudi was, of course, lucrative because it, you know, it was going to pay well. But it was also encouraging because I'm like, look, hey, I can encourage another woman to step out on faith like I did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe start her own business or something. Yeah, uh, you put me onto a lot of Facebook groups in that in that respect. Just uh, mm-hmm. trying to sp- spread my wings and and get more knowledge about how to run a business, keep a business, get into right. new business, and you know, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of like fluff out there, for yeah. sure. And like wading through, like there's tons of groups, a ton of people you can talk to, right. uh, and trying to stay the course. 
what did you do like you know when saudi fell apart what did you do to like keep your 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 to keep marching to keep your head up and keep your you know keep moving forward even though that was like it became a dwindling uh opportunity um, initially i had a complete temper tantrum with god um, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> was you doing some yelling i think he heard a collective um, scream right around january right. Last like, year. yo what's the deal sir what? you yeah. know i had like a, a complete temper tantrum right um but then I had to, I had to really reevaluate. I'm like, okay, if what I, I firmly believe if God closed a door, mm-hmm. is because it needs to be closed for whatever reason. Now I may not understand why you're closing it, and I may not completely agree to it. Right. But I really, I had to come to the realization if this is, wasn't where He was going to allow me to be, right. that that just wasn't it, and I had to re, I had to re, <laughs> rework my faith and say, okay. What you wanted to happen isn't happening right now. And so now you have to figure out what God wants you to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to come back to, you know, once I had my, you know, my yelling and screaming match and being disappointed in my own little pity party. Throw shoes I, at the wall. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a normal reaction. You right, know, right. I think people are, you know, I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, oh, well, the heavens opened up and, you know. The universe. Look, I was mad. <laughs> And so <laughs> I was upset, but now I'm at a point where, you know, God is opening a door now with a new opportunity right. um, and I'm totally excited about it. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I, you know, God started talking to me because my ultimate goal, Marcus, was this, I really wanted to get to a point where I could still go internationally, but still have a home base here, oh. in Georgia. Right. And so he was like, you can still do that. It's just delayed. And so now I'm like, okay, let's get life together for 2021, you know, get where you need to get financially. You know, I can you know, hopefully open a house, get a house uh, next year and start my home base. And then hopefully within two years, thank you. My little niece come and get oh, you know. <laughs> um, She could, could care less with a dumb one phone. She's like, yeah. whatever, just look yeah. at me. How does she um, yeah. But just now, re, just re reimagining life again, and now it's like a new beginning. So I'm not kicking and screaming. I'm embracing a new beginning. Right. And and I think that's what you have to do because I mean, life is so full of new beginnings. It's just right. how you how you want to embrace them. Yeah, I think that's a that's a tough one. I think uh, you and I were talking about me doing this podcast in general. Uh, yeah. You know, covering. Uh, just some of the some of the stuff, the weird stuff that I experienced in the last ten years. Because you got so much experience, man. I, you know, like people was like, well, "Where you been the last twenty five years?" Well, let's see. I lived <laughs> in Europe. I lived in the U.S. I lived in Asia. You know, right. I was in the military. You know, I went to grad school. I've traveled all over the country. I've been all over the world, basically, but I've never really talked about it, and uh, mm-hmm. I've never really, you know, because I thought it was kind of egotistical to like talk about that kind of stuff i just just thought maybe you just share with people who are in your immediate you know vicinity share what you learn with them with those people uh and the people that are close to you that you love and then just you know keep it moving but i feel like now uh you know doing this thing and having people like yourself on 
will make us a little bit stronger for the next wave of craziness. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because you know, you got it. You want to be able to show, you know, life in all its colors. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I got to meet you, I'm like a black dude in China that speaks Chinese. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, just, it was it was like, what the deal? You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it, it, it's, it's something we don't see. No, and so it's rare. like now you have all these experiences because, you know, me and Stacey was all like, Marcus, what do we do? You know, yeah, yeah, what's next? Um, Wanting to know, get your opinion on everything, but you have so much knowledge and being that you traveled so much, mm -hmm. there's, there's so much you can teach people um, about, you know, being a being an African-American man mm -hmm. with all the travel, the things that you've seen, the cultures that you've experienced. We mm -hmm. don't see that. And so being able to have this, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, um... I probably forgot more than I remember because I've, you know, <laughs> I'm a little you older old now. man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put my numbers out there. What's wrong with you? Right. right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I just like, I feel like this is a good thing in general. So I can cover mm -hmm. some issues like work, faith, uh, mm -hmm. personal relationships, you know, right. uh, a little bit of everything. all of that stuff from my point of view, so to speak. Yep. And I could bring people on that are not, they're like still on the journey. It's like not in the podcast wow. or a lot of things, a lot of content I see is always, you know, generally somebody has made it to the top mm -hmm. of my And then like they talk to about their path and they talk about, oh, I did this and I did that. It's rarely while they're doing it that they discuss right. it. It's like, hey, uh, we're doing this thing this week, and we found out it don't work. Look, <laughs> look, note to self, if you're trying to get a job international and they tell you to buy, pay something, run. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's a universal thing, but a lot of people get, fall into that trap. It's like, yep. oh, you want a job? Buy this thing. And then right, purchase right. that thing. You gotta send us this much money for your visa or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that I had you. I had one of my frat brothers, Douglas. You know, to bounce stuff off of. Be like, hey, this makes sense. This you makes know, sense. Right. even during the year when I was still applying, you know, internationally, you know, stuff right. came back. I'm like, oh, I got excited. And then either you or Douglas were like, nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gone to that email. That's some foolishness, right? I have a tendency to be raw like that sometimes, but it's uh. That's why I call you. <laughs> I don't. I, my my friends, especially my, my my you know beautiful lady in my life, I have a tendency to be like direct, mostly mm -hmm. because of you know my experience around the world. Probably a little bit of because of the military, not to beat mm -hmm. around the bush. Um, right. But I'm learning lately the soft talk. Yeah. Like some people need that. Like they yeah. need. You may have an answer to something and you may have or a solution to something or at least you know an eye opener to like shift their point of view for a little bit right but you for many of people you can't just say this is the thing right. focus on it this is what you this is what you should consider right. uh, a lot of people can't digest that straight down they, you know they need to put some coke with that whiskey yeah, you need a little seasoning salt on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do because everybody everybody can digest 
criticism different. Right. You know, there's certain people, like you said, you can come straight, you know, no chases, mm-hmm. just I'm going to give it to you. Right. And then there's some people's personalities that's like, okay, I, I, I want to say it this way, but I know how they'll take it. Right. And so let me figure out how to, and I think that just goes with, the, you know, you being able to navigate different cultures. Right. You know, right. in the places that you've lived, you're able to navigate that. And it's, it's a skill set that honestly people don't really have as much because we're so interpersonal. We're not interpersonal like we used to be. Everything's, you know, texting and you know, yeah, on the phone, sending emails. But that being able to have a, you know, a conversation and read body language, I think is, is, is a lost art. Yeah, and, becoming more so because even, even if we can do the camera, we can, we can talk to each other, but you can't really pick up the full sense unless you're talking uh, to people face to face. And even then, you have to do it on the fly, like make your adjustments, because some things you can say, some things you can't say, and you still right. want to get your point across. More importantly, you want to connect with that person. Right. Like the sensitivity levels. That's why I'm still learning that now, even though I've lived in a bunch of different cultures, I'm still learning how to navigate that. And I don't think people talk about that enough. Like, no, no, no they don't. MBA but school. see, you a tech mind too. You yeah, a yeah. tech person, so your personality is different. Yeah, for sure. Person. I have I have tech tendencies. <laughs> right. Um, you remember that guy I told you I met? He was like, "Oh, I know Marcus. He talks to you." I'm like, "Yeah, he talked to me." He was like, "He don't talk to me." I'm like, "You well, you know this <laughs> He talks to you. I don't even know who that is. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I have, I have a tendency to keep a small group, you know, uh, uh, talking to people because I, I feel like you should keep people that's gonna keep around you, associate with people that are kind of, kind of lift you up, and and push you and and mm-hmm. you know, be like, hey, Marcus, that no, you can't do that. That don't speak. That don't speak. Right. I mean, it's true, and I yeah. think that's I think that's the art that people lose too. That some people want the the group. You know, they want the crowd. Right. And I'm like, you may have some really bad apples or, you know, people that are sucking your life out and not giving you life. And so you you definitely have to look and see, hey, what, you know, am I, am I, am I giving everything or am I have people around me that's smarter than me? You know, that's going to show me something, teach me something, um, especially with us, you know, being, you know, African-American people is really building that network. Yeah. Of those people that's about ambition and drive and wanting, you know, better in life and, w- and looking to think outside the box. Because some people get so scared. Like when I decided to go to China, they were like, you know, what's I had that? people like, what's wrong with you? How right. What's you going to go to China for? <laughs> you know, because we had so, you know, over here in America, we have so many misconceptions. And that's the whole thing I had to tell my friends like, the stuff that we thought, yeah. our stereotypical thought pattern. Mm-hmm. about ancient people and their culture right. i had to break all that down because it's what we thought we knew about them and realize that we really didn't know anything we knew what the zero wanted us to know mm-hmm. and yeah. so it was it was it was definitely a, a beautiful experience in that because i met some awesome people there yeah. You know, I still talk to some of my Asian friends. I have some Asian young people that I connected to that went to, I think, Chongqing University. So they'll still, you know, right. take, you know, voice chat me and stuff. So I think when you get outside the box and you allow yourself to be outside the box, right. is when you really start to experience life differently. Man, uh, that's actually pretty powerful. Most people, most people don't really take the time to, to digest that stuff. So I think 
we we're we're recording this so people can take in perpetuity you can just keep listening okay. <laughs> and you know if you didn't catch it the first time this is right, right. Hit rewind, hit rewind. <laughs> rewind that's the thing pay attention to that i was you know i always think um that uh you know obviously you're supposed to focus on like taking care of your family and and trying to build things or, for people you love around you mm. but also you know like I don't see much or I don't hear much about people playing like everyone's mm -hmm. so serious during this time. It's just like, mm -hmm. um, I mean, what, what do you do besides, you know, that keeps you smiling besides like, you know, looking for the, the greenback. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm normally silly. So okay. that just, that don't help that I'm a silly person, right. but you know, uh, my nieces, Mm -hmm. You know, they keep me smiling, my my family, uh, doing things with my ministry, um, that keeps me smiling. And I think you have to choose to smile. Yeah. You have to choose to want to be happy. You have to choose to see life differently. And some mornings I get up and I'll choose it. I'm mad about different things. I'm frustrated. But, right. you know, you have to shift your own mindset. And I think when you start to choose, you choose to say, hey, look, this thing is happening to the entire world. It's not like, you know, the pandemic is in my house. It's, right. it's that the entire world is being affected. And you can either choose to try to figure out how to wade your way through and fight your way through um, or let it consume you. So it's definitely a sink or swim kind of situation. And so, the, the, you know, for me, prayer is the biggest thing. Um, you know, I go to God and I talk to God just like I talk to you, like, mm -hmm. sir, I need you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out there right now. Right. Like, I need you to come down here and do something, you know. So, just shake something, uh, put some, put some, some Epsom salt somewhere. Is that what you're supposed to do? Look, I need you to season this up real well because it's a lot happening down here. These it's fools are lost their mind. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I, I, I'm on the fence of. Who, I don't know if I would love or hate being a graduating student right now. I'd hate it. You think you hate it? I say that because, the, I mean, the job market was already a mess before we left right. in 2019. Right. And so you add this on top of it, you're a graduating senior trying to go out and start your life. How are you going to find a job? You know, when everybody's laying off, everybody is furloughed, every, you know, mm -hmm. people are, you know, budgets are cut. So if, if right now it's like, okay, how do I get to be able to be self-sustaining when even for me, it took me a year. I just got my job. It took me a year, literally to the day, which is crazy. Um, literally a year to the day because I got back here in the States January 20th. I didn't get my job offer until January 19th. So wow. it took me an entire year, year. Entire year to find a job. Wow. And so, and this is somebody with experience. You know, I have 20 years of experience. I have a master's in business administration. Right. You know, so it's not, but so it's not that, you know, you know, I have experience, but if you're coming out of college and you don't, you know, you're trying to build your resume, you like really out of luck and, 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 and it's tough. So now is it the point that they have to do now? My, my advice and 
I've met some uh, young people along the way this, these these years, and I, this year, and I tell them those are still in school. I'm like, intern, yeah, get some experience. Get your hands, you know, because, get your hands yeah, on. Yeah, because when you when you view when you come out, you have something on your resume. Mm -hmm. But the sad part is, so for those students that didn't have that opportunity, they have to sort of reevaluate how to get their experience, right? And and how to get something on their resume worthwhile that somebody you know, wants to hire them, that, you know, is definitely going to be a challenge. Yeah, I think school, school is a whole different ballgame now. Uh, you're going to have to, like, I don't know if school is going to, the current school situation is going to be as effective, or, I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was dwindling anyway, university life, you know, sitting in the box, having someone tell you, you know, point it, point it up PowerPoint slide and mm -hmm. go give you information that mm -hmm. that is that was over you know five ten years ago mm -hmm. COVID literally just kicked it in its butt and told everybody right. like okay you still want to be in a classroom i got something for you right and i think i honestly i'm not not that COVID. i'm not saying COVID was a good thing mm -hmm. but it i think it made all of us reimagine Mm -hmm. You know, with okay, because you know, even with some schools, people are like, "Oh, I don't want to go to an online school because you know they think the education is different." Well, now you realize it's not any different. Nope. You know, because everybody is online. The material is still the same. You still got to read the same book I read. Right. <laughs> you know, and I think because you can't cheat off your cousin. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you can, you can try. <laughs> you can try, right, because now they got lockdown browsers, so you right, can't right. even breathe hard. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even. So it's, you, you like, the way you 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 are have a higher level of responsibility now. Yeah. Because you can, like, hide in the group if you go to class. Mm -hmm. You can't hide when you're online by yourself. No, you can't hide anymore. So, you know, the yeah, yeah. those who can, like, and even those who can't but can teach themselves right. that's the next generation of you know educators you know leaders the ones that can teach themselves and teach themselves quickly because yeah i feel like i had to learn an entirely new skill set in the last year yeah an entirely new industry right. uh, if i hadn't learned it i wouldn't be in a fairly good position right now you know what i mean right. so uh being able to adapt and learn and the age thing doesn't matter i'm, mm -mm. I'm a little older i'm a child of the 80s <laughs> <laughs> look i ain't too far behind you so i got you <laughs> the 80s and uh i still remember uh say by the bell and great places face coaster you know that kind of stuff right Let's, you remember that uh <laughs> so uh for for us gen xers uh I know there's some of us who have uh, built up something really nice. Maybe they have a restaurant for the last 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. And their kids mm -hmm. are maybe high school or just starting college. Right. And then COVID hits, like, bam. Right. They have a little bit of cash because they, you know, they, they did pretty well the last right. 12 years, but it's starting to dwindle. And they don't right. they have do anything else. Right. Ever. Right. They just mm -hmm. ran a restaurant or open a, you know, a subway or whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. And now that, that meal ticket is dwindling away. What would you right. have to say for some people like that, like your, your fellow Gen Xers? Ooh. 
figure out how to reinvent yourself. And what we noticed with businesses, you know, although you couldn't come in, they mm-hmm. had takeout. So they, they had, you know, delivery. So if you right. order, so it's really now sitting back and saying, okay, I got to reconfigure my business plan because I can't do what's normal or what was, you know, normally expected of me. So if I'm a subway and I'm a franchise owner, then I can't let people come in here for the, you know, in the beginning, you know, they completely closed down. But then you, you know, people start opening up slowly saying, okay, well, it's takeout only. So you can call in and order your thing and we can still get you your food. And so, you know, people, and I think for customers or consumers, it's us rethinking how we get do do our normal again. So normal is now, okay, I can't go into my normal restaurant that I, you know, hit up on Friday nights, but I can still get my wings, you know, so I can still call <laughs> it. I can still you get my wings, you know, right, right. I can still get my little pep wings. All I got to do is call them up be like, yo, I'll be there in 15. Right, you know, right. just, you know I'll, yeah. I can pay over the phone. Ready for it too. <laughs> yeah, hot and ready. You know when to call. I'll be like, nope, don't call until you two minutes out, you know. Right, right. <laughs> you time that now. Yeah, right. So it's really try it's forcing people to reconfigure, it reimagine, you know, what you know, what your business can do. Mm-hmm. But you can't be it's 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 time to be outside the box. Because who would have thought that you'd have to, you know, net no, no not open your doors, but you know, now you have to bring your food other than, you know, because I saw some restaurants instead of using like the Uber and the not Uber, uh, you know, Uber Eats and you Uber know Eats and, and uh, yeah, so the, the, the restaurants are doing it on their own, which makes sense because I'm like, then you cut the middleman out. Also, Why am I gonna pay? I'm hearing that they're that they're not making much money off these drivers. It actually it's a for some restaurants it's a losing proposition to get on this Uber Eats. They mm-hmm. they barely making a dollar or two dollars right. on the transaction the good the, the uber driver if they get a big enough tip makes more than the restaurant mm-hmm. food that they're delivering which is right. really really jacked up you would think they would save a whole bunch of money because of the they're scale not. And they're not so you better do it yourself like let me like call in some family members like look we're gonna do some deliveries tonight right yeah we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> We're going to make that happen for ourselves first. Right. To save and it. I think that's something else that's changed is that people have been have become more entrepreneurial, you know, because mm-hmm. you and I talk about it all the time, you right. know, me with ministry and T-shirts and, you know, right. trying to figure out, you know, we've always heard, you know, diversify, you know, right. have multiple streams of income. But I think reality hit with this pandemic is like, yeah, you know, you better, you better really figure something else figure out. out. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Like, like, I need, you know, at least three to seven coming in and trying to figure out what those are going to be. Right. Yeah, I uh, I talked to a guy today. Uh, I'm, I'm working in the healthcare industry, and I talked to a guy today, and he was talking about, you know, in some places, and for the healthcare industry in general, mm-hmm. I mean, not only they're going to require all these masks and things like that. Right. Uh, in a lot of workplaces, I know Chicago is already doing that to some degree. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other cities and states are doing, but they're requiring masks in public places, that kind of thing. Uh, well, so- that's what Atlanta just did. That. Like you, they just passed a, a law that you have to wear a mask on all public transportation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think of- it's, wasn't that a, a, a thing in the beginning, but no. that's a whole other show. <laughs> that is definitely coming down the pipeline in mm-hmm. the, for healthcare in general. 
you know, the, the idea that you can get, you know, your patient care at home is mm -hmm. getting more strength. But the reason why I brought uh, this whole healthcare thing up is that uh, they expect this, this thing not to go away, like annual COVID shots, annual flu shots, mm -hmm. right? I mean, actually COVID, a coronavirus is, you know, they're all coronavirus apparently, right? It's just right. that we are getting strands number seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh my God! They're like just you can't right? faster than anything in the world. But he says that they're planning uh, to have the you know yearly shots, just like your regular flu shot. You'll also get a COVID yearly shot to keep up with the the changes or the trans. What do they call it when uh, when the the virus mutates to something else? Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. do like that. So. If that's going to be in place, then your 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 mind as a business person, you know, looking for ways to take care of your family or yourself, mm -hmm. uh, you not only have to think out of the box, but your network will be different. Yeah, at some level, like the people you associate with will be slightly right. different, right? Your right. network will you will have to like not be siloed in your own network. People in your bubble may not be able to see your skill set as well as somebody right. outside of your bubble, right? right? So, I mean, as much as you like it that you you know you went to, oh sorry, I got music going in the background. Uh, as much as you would like to have, uh, you know, your your friends and your colleagues, you know, put you in a good place, expanding your network calling yep. people outside of your network to be like, hey, I am doing this. I have gotten this far. How can I get further? Mm -hmm. And even mm -hmm. a job, I don't care where you at, asking those questions. I ask them all the time. You know, when I ask those questions, usually the people who answer them will say, hey, I don't know the answer to that, but you know who does? Right. You know what I mean? So they, you know, I get passed along. I don't mind getting passed along, as long Why? as I'm as as long as the, each person I'm talking to puts me closer to my my goal. To my answer, right, right, right to your answer. And most people mm -hmm. up along the way get frustrated, whatever. Uh, if you're gonna take something away from the podcast today, I would say, you know, get on the phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are at home, right? Right. They're, they they're likely the to though. answer. You'd be surprised who you would call. Yep. And they might actually answer. You might, you might land, you might catch the CFO, CEO, or somebody because right. a lot of people are working from home, and it would be a, it would be a fresh call. Obviously, you, you got to have something to say. You can't call and be like, you know, just watch. Why don't game. call and waste their time? But <laughs> something else is a lost art. You know, I think our generation was more apt to that. To you call. know, find out who's doing what you want to do and talk to them. Right, you right. know, set up a meeting. People love to talk about themselves. Absolutely. So you know, find out. You know, what's your passion? Like those that Japanese words you did. You know, I can't oh, say. Ikigai. It. Ikigai. Oh. That's today's Ikigai. the word for the day. Ikigai. Yeah. Ikigai. Ikigai. I K I G A G A I. It's a it's a Japanese term. Ikigai. Reason for being, or something along. Reason for being. Right. So all those all those four things come into play. Your passion your vocation, your profession, and your mission. Those four things mm -hmm. coming together is considered ikigai. 
And so right. it's like you have aligned all four parts to to help you walk towards your goal. And, and I think the hardest part is that people don't know what those four parts are. That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, you should you should first of all, if you listen to the podcast, go look up the word ikigai. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of like companies and groups that have these like personal ikigai worksheets so that okay. you, you can i'll send you a copy of mine that you can work through even though you got a sense in your heart that you know you want to teach or you want to you know mm -hmm. uh you know you know pastor or something like that or if you have mm -hmm. something else in mind this will help you you know get closer to that that center you might have you know general idea but digging in on those four things uh it will allow you to line yourself up and then when you make the call you're already lined up because you know like in a real good sense where what you're looking for because a lot of people right. like call the ceo like, i need a job well it's obviously you know that ain't gonna fly well, I'm going, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be a little bit opposite because my, my Christian side says this. Okay. Um, and I, it, uh, and that me and Marcus have all kinds of, I love the way he, he, yeah, we on different, we on different sides of the fence when it comes to the faith thing, but we come yeah. to center on a lot of the, the underlying foundation. We do. Yeah. We do. Mm -hmm. Um, on the Christian side, mm -hmm. um, which is not too much, too far off from the ikigai, but really we call it spiritual gifts. Okay. Um, and so understanding your spiritual gifts, um, for me, it helped me align myself oh. on what area God called me to, um, because I, you know, I didn't know. And so you can take a spiritual gift test and I can send that to Marcus and he can share it with you all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for, but it helps you sort of align yourself, same as the guy thing, but I mm. believe in Jesus, so I don't know about that. Right. But <laughs> I think I think but the guy thing is more practical. It's more. Uh, my friend goes. My friend says 3D, which is like earth bound, right? Ah, Versus 5D, okay. which is like spiritual realm things that act without you seeing. Mm. guy is more like very concrete. You can actually work out. But it, it sounds like what you're saying is more spiritually faith driven listening well, it's, it's, it's still it's, it's concrete because it's, it's you okay you know it's you is you answering these questions about different areas of your life and what you think and how you feel right. and what it does when you finish the questions it pulls out of you some areas that either you didn't know mm -hmm. or some areas that you did know you know for me when i did my first spiritual gift this is years ago it, it helped confirm some things oh, because wow. I realized then, you know, I was always asking myself, why do people always come to talk to me? Like, why do I have this draw? Mm -hmm. And so I realized that I had the gift of mercy, which is counseling. And, oh. and then it helped me sort of, sort of reimagine my life. And I was like, this is why I've been able to connect with people in different ways and be able to uh, not necessarily always minister to them, but to be able to walk with them um and it was according to my gifting and so now that's why i'm getting my master's in biblical counseling because mm -hmm. i know that's an area that i want to do my life coaching in is really right. walking with people and so it's really trying to figure out you know you know we're made of a soul we're made of a when soul you say walking with people do you mean like 
just like guiding them and how their thought process not like physically walking with people just or maybe it oh, is no no walking with them emotionally okay you know being being a counselor so okay. when they're going through a season where you know life is tough is being that you know that light at the end of the tunnel saying don't give up you right, know right, right. uh being that person that can encourage and admonish you know i think people uh misunderstand counseling where it's not always going to be flowers you know i'm going to have to be able to say hey that was dumb you right, know right. you <laughs> you right. you created this issue and so um being able to to do that and 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 that's something else that i love you know and and i would i it's my heart you know probably even more so than teaching is really being able to walk with people that way that's why i did a chaplaincy at one of the hospitals here in uh atlanta and uh in the women's services division and that changed my life um because you don't I, I told you it was a three month stint and I saw more dead babies. Wow. In that three months that I've ever seen in my life. And I counseled more women and mothers um, that lost their children that I've ever seen in my it, it got so bad I couldn't tell between a dead baby and a sleeping baby. Wow. Um, but it changed my ministry of being able to walk with people during the most darkest times. Um, and that is something you cultivate, you know, while talking to God about who am I oh. and what, what have you called me to do? And it solidified to me that that was an area of what, what a part of who I am. And he's like, I called you to walk with my children when they need help. And when they need someone to, to reinforce what I'm telling them. They need someone to love on them when no one else does. And so um, that's my heart. And so being able to do that and, you know, hopefully sustain myself is a blessing. Um, but I do it regardless whether I get paid for it or not. It's just who I am. I love it. You know, I think more people are kind of going that way. If COVID has done anything, it's opened people's minds yeah to all like more possibilities than what they would have considered you know mm -hmm. they were comfortable yeah and now you that, definitely you got to get out of that comfort zone yeah there's no more comfort zone anymore yeah, yeah. now they're un I mean, some people are still comfortable get me wrong i got my friend who lives up in uh lake forest he, he oh. i mean that's that's the gold coast for for a chicago area i mean oh he mansions, <laughs> They doing all right. He doing all right up there. He's not, you know, jacuzzi, pools, heated, heated toilets. Toilets, when you walk in, the seats come up on their own. Right? Shut up! Yeah, I walk in, the light comes on, the seat comes up. What? That's what, that's what I'm talking about, money, like real. Look, what am I doing real... with my life? Don't be a thing. <laughs> uh, I think, you know what, he is, uh, uh, I can say, I don't want to go into detail, but he does something with picture frames and he's doing all right with picture frames. And uh, look, you, you, just, you get one of them good clients, target of, you know, Walmart, you good, you golden. One good, one yes. One good one yes. In one change of those places, that will set you up. So there are some people, uh, if you go shopping at Target, here's something y'all should take down. If you go and shopping at Target and you putting stuff in your basket, remember, that you, if you're not producing that thing, you putting somebody else through college. 
you hey. put some of kids through college. You are, mm -hmm. you wonder why China's super powerful and you have deep pockets. Every time you drive up on Target, or Walmart, or one of these CVSs, it's made big, in China. Big Ten, you you put one of the Chinese babies through university with a BMW rating for them when they graduate. I'm not yeah. saying that's all people, but just be cognizant of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, learn to put, find, think of yeah, something it, to put your own stuff on the shelf. Yeah, you got, you know, have your own store or have your group store, whatever you need to do, mm -hmm. you know, just to have a second stream of income. Otherwise, uh, you want to complain about the other side of the world while you funding them. Right, right. You, you, uh, you, <laughs> you can you can talk out both sides of your neck. Is that what they used to say? <laughs> yeah, talk out both sides of your neck. That country this, that country that. Okay, keep shopping. Right. Everything you got in your cart came from yeah. that country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Uh I don't want to be mad. Hey, China's been very good to me in general. I did yeah. you know, and other countries have been very good to me in general. Mm -hmm. Uh and people, no matter where you are in general, are really great. It's yeah. just that, you know, now we're back in the States. Uh, and things are very different now. I think people should be way more aware about their purchasing habits. Yeah. Just so you, you have to. That, you know, you and, have uh, to. and uh, be aware that places like uh, Chicago and these Rust Belt cities are, were built by uh, people who made stuff mm -hmm. before we outsourced it. So I'm hoping, you know, I don't want to be like super serious or anything, but I'm hoping that whatever you take from this podcast, other than Ikigai today and Kai, the author slash uh, counselor, I like the idea that you're a counselor because I'm 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 going to venture out and say that is sorely needed yeah. and affordable counseling because mental health at this time is a crazy and people yeah. don't take it seriously. Um, and to have somebody like yourself who's a who's sort of available. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you and sort of mm -hmm. get some, some things from you or kind of talk to you about what's going on in your life, your services, you can, how would they get a hold of you? You can go to my website, pastorkai.com. Yeah. Uh, you, can you can check out my, I have a, a page on Facebook, it's Beauty for Ashes Ministries. Beauty for um, Ashes Ministries on uh, yep, I have uh, different, uh, I have a group that's for uh, healing and hope, which is Beaver Ashes. And, what is that? Oh, Lord, you good yeah. answer. I can't call it now. Yeah. Uh, but if you go to Beaver Ashes Ministries, you'll see them all. I okay. have a couple different groups. I, right now, I'm actually doing, I have a spiritual book club. Okay. Uh, and, and you can find out about that on my uh, website and on my uh, Facebook page. So, I, you know, Facebook is my name, K-A-I Williams. You can just hit me on the inbox and I'll respond. K-A-I Williams. Uh, I see her like she does some prayer groups in the morning, like 6 a.m. So, you yes, early birds. 6 a.m. Like prayer call every Monday, that. Wednesday, and Friday. Yep. Basically, a few times a week, right? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 a.m. You know, Eastern uh, Standard prayer, Time. Prayer study, get, if y'all want to get in on that. Um, mm hmm Listen to Kai. She's got good stuff to say to you. Y'all just need to hear out. Uh, Kai, thank you for coming on to my podcast. You know, I got to have you on multiple times because there's 
so many more things we need to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those who are in, in the community. Uh, and I hope that people can uh, really take away from this and, and enjoy the conversations. And uh, some of them will be kind of serious and some of them obviously will be lighthearted. But right. all of it is in hopes that we can you know, share the chocolate wisdom with everybody. Hey, my melon and poppy. What you talking about, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Guy, and, and congratulations on the new job. And hopefully, things will go really well. She just started a new job. Next time we have her on, we'll we'll talk about what she's doing next and yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. follow her journey. But for the rest of you listeners, I hope uh, you enjoy the podcast as we're about an hour in. Uh, and Kai, again, thank you for joining me, even though we had some technical difficulties starting. Man, look, I was getting on this podcast. I'm like, look. <laughs> I'm making like, it happen. Like, we got like two people. Yeah. Like, I'm awesome. I'm here. I was like, my brother said I got to get on. I got to figure this out. <laughs> oh, yeah, for All right, Kai, you get some get some rest on this Monday night. And uh, thank you again for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Cool.